0: Are you going to prepare yourself to be an inheritance, a living inheritance to give back unto the Lord? Because he's asking right now, will you spend your life for me? Step up and realize, wait a minute, the price that Jesus paid on the cross was enough. (laughs) But something is required if something is going to be received. It will cost you. It'll cost you friends. It'll cost you uh, not being able to be around the same group of people because they're not going in the same direction you're going in anymore. Are you willing to be slandered, ridiculed, excluded, simply because you realize you have one life to live and you're not about to change that? Everybody's in a different place. But don't you let them drag you down to the place that they're at. But are you willing to be an inheritance for the Lord? Are you willing to do what is right when everyone around you is not? they will be changed because you stayed consistent. So if everything changes because Christ is now in you, so does your ability not just to receive the inheritance of the Lord, but to be an inheritance back unto him. There is no need that God has not already taken care of. You're gonna live on fire. You're gonna declare the name of Jesus over your circumstances. You're not gonna walk in fear, you're gonna walk in faith. It's gonna light a holy fire. On the inside of you and then you're gonna burn from that place are you ready to say no to every assignment that's come against you you may feel like you're going through too much you may feel like I can't take another day you may feel like this is gonna destroy me you may feel like my heart is gonna break but you will not be consumed thank God we serve a God this is uh, chances after chances after chances rise up again when the peace of God starts to transcend your mind, your understanding. Now, although the situation didn't change, even though all that still looks fearful and scary, you don't see it with those eyes anymore. Now you see it with the eyes of God. Now you see it with the eyes of victory. Now you know that it doesn't matter no matter what, because you've prayed it through. The Lord, God, our inheritance. God is our inheritance. But what not everyone knows. Is, is that we literally are his inheritance. If you're a believer in Christ Jesus, you are actually his inheritance as well, and I'm going to show you that here now. So he's looking for an individual that understands a life that's laid down for the Lord with a heart prepared for him is what is important and what matters, right? So what you prepare for, okay, you're also leaving a legacy for, So what you prepare your heart for, you're also leaving a legacy for, for your family, for those that you are doing life with. You will leave something. You will leave an inheritance. Every one of you is going to leave something. You're going to leave an inheritance. That inheritance you know, is finances. That's the will of God that you leave an inheritance for your children and your children's children. That is, that is biblical. But not only that, you're going to leave an inheritance of who you are in Christ, a legacy that cannot be purchased with financial means, right? You can't, you can't put a value on it, really. You can't put a dollar value on what I'm referring to here tonight. We need to be prepared, church. We need to be prepared to be the kind of a person that's going to leave a legacy. You are going to leave a legacy, but you need to be prepared. So years ago, I, when I felt, I felt the call of God on my life, uh, I, I knew that I had some decisions to make. I was already a Christian, already serving at church. Um, but I saw the lives of people around me. The model that I saw was not a model that I wanted to walk in. Okay? So you have to be able to discern. You have to be able to look around, and you have to see. Do you want commonplace Christianity or or do you want a life that's set apart, literally a vessel that is going to pour out your very best for him because you want to leave a legacy? You want to leave that inheritance. You also want to be an inheritance for the Lord. So the decisions that have to be made is, is what kind of a walk are you literally going to give him? It's not what is he going to do for you because he actually has already done everything for you in the name of Jesus and by his blood. But what are you going to do with what he's already given you? What kind of an inheritance are you actually giving him? Because you are going to be an inheritance, a legacy, an inheritance for the Lord. Because you're always in this mindset of having take, take, take. What can he do for me? But what will you do for him? Right? And so it's our, our life, our lifestyle. So I was serving. I was serving in a church. And the Lord impressed upon me that I was to prepare myself as his inheritance. I'm talking to believers right now. I'm talking to believers that serve God right now. Prepare yourself to be an inheritance for Jesus, for the Lord your God. Hallelujah. So I began to make decisions, costly decisions. I began to make decisions that cost me a lot, but eventually I gained everything. So my life was to, live, was to be lived out separate, like separated from everything else that people thought was okay, was fine, was Christian. My life and your lives are to be consecrated to the Holy One, to literally live a holy life on purpose, regardless of what anyone around you does. Regardless of what your family may or may not do, regardless of what your children may or may not do, your life, you're here tonight, you're listening to the sound of my voice, so God is speaking to you tonight. Are you going to prepare yourself to be an inheritance, a living inheritance to give back unto the Lord because he's asking right now, will you spend your life for me? It's radical Christianity that is actually what's required. People go, oh, that's too radical. It's required. You know, the rest of the stuff, this mumbo jumbo is not God. It's not, it's lukewarm, it's lukewarm Christianity and it's living on both sides of the fence and that's not what you want. Is it? So I was still raising my kids, I was serving at church, but I saw the emptiness in those around me. I saw the emptiness, I heard the emptiness. I'm sure some in this room or listening online know exactly what I'm saying. You know the game, you can play the game, you know the lingo, you know exactly how it goes, but there is a point in your life uh, that you wake up and you go, I don't want that anymore. I see where that's leading them, but it's a calling of God. It's literally a calling, a deposit, if you will, of God's Holy Spirit that says, that's not for you. Will you listen to me, and will you be willing to take the chances, the risks that are required because you're going to walk alone? You're not going to have what everybody else seems to have, but it's empty. Say it's empty. It just looks like it's full, but it's empty. The problem is, is that people put their eyes on people and they go, well, they failed me. Well, that person did this. Well, that church, that pastor, that whatever, that prayer minister, get your eyes off of people and realize the devil has been lying to you and you're literally listening to the devil's lies and you're being robbed from God will heal the hurts, but he's calling you for more, to more. He's calling you to a life of more, more to give, more to spend, more to lavish upon him of your heart. Holding nothing back, yes. yeah. Holding nothing back. We cannot live a life of partiality. Amen. So it costs. It cost me everything. It cost me everything, but I gained everything eventually. Amen. And so will you. So will you. Amen. So I changed my focus. It's requ- something is required of you. Change your focus. You may have to change a few other things, but I changed my focus. I realize that I am his inheritance. And if I am his inheritance, what do I need to do today to cause my body, my life, my mindset, my will, everything about me, to be someone that is presentable before the Lord? Because not everything that you are doing or allowing in your life is God. Change your focus. Some people just need to hear that one phrase right there, change your focus. And your focus should be on him. So I changed my focus. I am his inheritance. I realized, no, it's not one day. No, no, it's not, you know, for others. No, it's for me. It's for me to walk in. It's for me to grab hold of the promises of God. It's for me to realize that faith moves mountains. And there are a lot of naysayers in in churches that will literally limit you from walking in the fullness if you let them. Come on. Don't you tell me we're in church. That's not, that's not true. It's absolutely true. And you know it too if you're being honest. Amen. Everybody's in a different place. I know. I get that. Everybody's in a different place. But don't you let them drag you down to the place that they're at. You're literally, you're supposed to step up. Step up and realize, wait a minute. The price that Jesus paid on the cross was enough. We say it's enough but then we live partial, partial lives. We'll live like partiality and, and, and it's like a little bit of truth and a lot of lies or a lot of lies and a little bit of truth. It doesn't matter. It's still partial, right? No more. So we have to train ourselves to being one that is literally an inheritance for the Lord. Cause I already know his inheritance is for me. You know that his inheritance is for you, but something is required. If something is going to be received, something that was required of you, it will cost you. It'll cost you friends. It'll cost you uh, not being able to be around the same group of people because they're not going in the same direction you're going in anymore. It's going to be a change of appetite. You're going to have a change of appetite. And is that going to hurt when you see those that you love not listening, rejecting it, you know, mocking you and, and calling? You know what I'm talking about. Because they don't get it. But if you keep your eyes on Jesus, if you keep your walk steady, your love, but you keep walking, put faith and put feet to your faith, love, but keep walking. In other words, don't get stuck in the lies and such. Don't get stuck in the emotional bondage because that's, that's what happens. You have one life to live And I say this all the time because this is literally what the Lord burned in my spirit, man, years ago. And he burned this in my spirit, man, in one of the most difficult times of life. And he said, and I remember it to this day, and this is what I said back to him. I said that I, my only regret is that I have but one life to give you, Lord. That's my only regret, that I have but one life. To say that when you're on the mountaintop is one thing, but to say that when you're in the lowest of your lows is a whole other thing, but that is what is required if you're going to live and literally as an inheritance for him. Amen. Remember, it cost me everything, but I ended up gaining everything. Amen. It'll cost you. Not everyone, not every Christian will understand, and they certainly won't agree, and they're certainly not going to like it. You're going to lose friends. You're going to lose families. But are you willing to be an inheritance for the Lord? Yeah. Are you willing to do what is right when everyone around you is not? Yeah. yeah. Are you willing to live by the principle of honoring God with your speech, even when you're mocked for a living right? Yeah. Are you willing to be misunderstood for having a holy purpose and living it out? Are you willing? You have to be willing. Are you willing to be slandered, ridiculed, excluded simply because you realize you have one life to live and you're not about to change that? You're not allowed, you're not about to live compromised? You're going to spend it for him? Yeah. Yeah. We stopped, and I'm going to speak this, and I, I believe that's this is for the majority, but we stopped trying to live fitting into this mold of Christianity that some would call it right a long time ago we stopped living in that way and we realized we said lord let me be that sanctuary that living sacrifice that living inheritance for you it's living you're living you're alive there's still time there's still time to make decisions there's still time There's still time to say, I want to live for the Lord completely. It's not going to make sense to everyone, but I know in my spirit, in my heart of hearts, and who I am deep down inside, I know that's what I've been called to do is to live wholeheartedly for the Lord, to radically worship him, to love him with everything within me, to give him my life, to give him my heart, to give him my emotions, to give him my pains, my hurts, my disappointments, everything, and to say, Lord... Cause me to live separate, set apart for you. That's my desire. Is that your desire? Because when you say yes, you start to taste and see of the goodness of the Lord. Of course, you're gonna be misunderstood, you will be rejected, as I've already stated, but so was Jesus. You're in good company. But you know what? There are a lot of people that you will win back simply because you're you're consistent, and that's the key, your consistent life will eventually cause them to hunger for what you have yes. Amen. because they'll see the consistency of the love of God in you. They may call you all kinds of names and not understand and not relate, but they'll see the consistency of God in you. And you'll say, hey, you can say whatever you want, but I know this one thing, she radically loves Jesus and she's not going to change her mind. Amen. He's not going to change his mind, Amen. right? So they'll see that consistent walk They will be changed because you stayed consistent. God will see that they see what he's done in you. It's not what you've done. It's what he's done. But you yielded. You have to yield. We must yield. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Glory to God. So let me give you a few scriptures. Most of us know as believers that God is our inheritance. So I'm going to really quickly, I'm just going to run through a couple. Psalm 16, 5. It says, the Lord is my portion. He is the portion of my inheritance. The Lord is your portion. Psalm 16, 5. Colossians 1, 12. Giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints uh, in his light. He is the light, the light of the world. Give thanks to the Father who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints in Christ. Isaiah 61, 7, instead of your shame, we will have double portion. Instead of humiliation, they will shout for joy over their portion. Therefore, they will possess double. They will possess double in their land, and everlasting joy will be theirs. Inheritance. God is our inheritance. We love this portion of Scripture, don't we? It's powerful. It's powerful. God is our inheritance. And Psalm 2, 8, ask of me, and I will surely give you the nations as your inheritance ask of me i mean that's a bold very clear very simple statement that the lord has made ask of me ask of me and i will give you the nations as your inheritance the very ends of the earth as your possessions Hallelujah. hallelujah so but so we know we do we do know that god is our inheritance but i do know that not everybody understands that we are supposed to be the Lord's inheritance. Why? Because a liar has crept in there and told you, it's impossible. You're this low. You're down here, and God is up here. This is your worth, your value. And that's true without Christ. But with Christ, it all changes, doesn't it? Your worth, your value, your identity, who you are, right? Right? So if everything changes because Christ is now in you, so does your ability, not just to receive the inheritance of the Lord, but to be an inheritance back unto him. Yes. Amen. Let me read you some scriptures. Psalm uh, Psalms 33, 12 says blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen for his own inheritance. I don't know if you've ever really read that scripture. Maybe you read it and you just kind of read right on by because you know, it just wasn't being highlighted to you at the moment, but it's being highlighted to you right now. You are the people that he has chosen as his own inheritance. You might say, how could that be? How could the creator of the universe need me as an inheritance? He doesn't need you, but he chooses you. He chooses you to be his own inheritance. He didn't have to create man, did he? He could have just done the whole thing all on his own. He could have just not created Adam and Eve. He could have just done it another way, but he chose to to create man, right? He chose to create man. He chose to work through us. Why? So that we would actually be a beautiful reflection back unto him. We would become an inheritance back unto him. We would live our lives, that our lives would become a fragrant offering, that we would literally live in a way that pleases God all the time. This would be our heart's desire, and of course, he will come and meet us right at that place. You know that to be true. He will meet you right when you say, Lord, I need you. So I love that song. And I need you, Lord, I need you. Right? And every hour. We need him. We need him. We know that we need him. We know we depend upon him. And that need for him is what is required to become a living sacrifice and inheritance back unto him. One that he says, I approve of you. Just like God did to Jesus when he was baptized. And he gave that approval of his son The same is true unto you. This is what he desires. Let me give you some more scriptures. Deuteronomy 32.9. Deuteronomy 32.9 says, The Lord's portion is his people. (laughs) Jacob is allotted inheritance. The Lord's portion. You are the Lord's portion. Come on, say it over yourself. I am the Lord's portion. See, And I remember years ago, the Lord told me that, and I say it all the time, and I prayed over you guys as well, that he will move heaven and earth to rescue you. He will literally move heaven and earth to come and rescue you. I know that's what he told me when I was at a horrible, horrible time. And I said, Lord, it is only me. How am I going to do this? And he said, I will move heaven and earth to rescue you. He's moving heaven and earth to rescue you. (laughs) Hallelujah. He's moving heaven and earth to rescue you. In Ezekiel forty four twenty eight, this is incredible. This, listen to this scripture. Ezekiel forty four twenty eight says, "I am their possession. God is your inheritance." L- let's read. Let's read the whole the whole thing. Ezekiel forty four twenty eight. It shall be in regards to their inheritance that i am their inheritance you shall give them no possession in israel for i am their possession god is my inheritance god is your inheritance and you are his i am his possession literally gonna give him glory so what are you leaving behind church What will your family be left behind when you leave this earth simply because of the way you chose to live? Because you're going to either be a blessing or you're going to be a curse. And I believe you're going to be a blessing. I believe that's what you're choosing even right now. We're going to leave the fruit of the Spirit as our legacy. We're going to leave the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. We're going to leave the fruit of the Spirit as our legacy, are we not? Because that's what the Bible tells us. We're going to be, we, we literally are going to be a living sacrifice. Turn to Romans chapter 12. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We want to be that, that living sacrifice. We, we, that's our desire. And we're commanded. By the way, we are commanded to be a living sacrifice. So live our lives in the light of what God has done for us through, through Christ, his son. So Romans 12, 1 and 2. It says, I beseech you, means I beg, I plead, I implore. I, b- I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. You present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable, which means pleasing to God, which is your reasonable service. So don't be pressured by the world. It's your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Why we read the word of God, we let that word read us and transform our minds. That you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. That's, that's our life. Our lives, truly, our lives are to be an inheritance given back unto the Lord. The question, the prayer, should really be, Lord, cause me to be a fragrant offering on a daily basis. Let my life represent you well. You will be tested, you will be tried. You will be held accountable, but you'll never be left alone. And the Holy Spirit will help you fulfill this prayer and I see so many of you. And you know what I love is who has ever been forgiven of much loves much. And I've seen you and I've seen you, both of you gentlemen, all night long with a heart of surrender to the Lord because you guys know what you've been saved from. We all know, but whomever has been forgiven of much loves much. We're also in different stages of life. We're also at a different place in our walk, right? Right. And some of you go, my gosh, I so remember. Not that you don't, you still love much, but you remember when it was so fresh. And you remember just that depth of, the, the depths of, wow, Lord, you've done this for me. But I want to speak over you, never let that go. Amen. Always keep that alive. Don't, don't get stagnant. Don't think, well, that was for the new believer. That's for the new, no, 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 no. This is what, always live with the expression of Christ right before you always yes. let the life of Christ always be right before you that you would give him glory that you would honor him that you would kiss him that you would love him that you would pour out your fragrant offering your very best so you become that inheritance knowing he's he doesn't lack anything and he isn't, his inheritance is for you but we're presenting ourselves you know, you could have, we could have titled this in many ways, you know, becoming that spotless bride, pure, holy, acceptable, pure. Yes. And the word mentions that, talks about that. But becoming an inheritance for him is seldom talked about. It's seldom spoken about, but it's who we are to be. And so I'm calling you up higher tonight. I'm calling you up higher to literally go, wow, you know what? What do I need to change? my mindset, maybe even some relationships. What do I need to change in my life so that I am very focused and I don't allow anything to get me off track? That's just something that you need to say to the Lord, a decision in prayer, right? That's something between you and the Lord, but He's there with you and He'll help you. He'll help you. If you don't have the joy of the Lord, which he promises to be our strength. On a regular basis, really on a daily basis, but I'm even just going to say on a regular basis, something's wrong. Something's off in your life, and God wants more for you. The joy of the Lord is your strength, and in his presence is the fullness of his joy. That expression of God in you is realized when you find yourself in him. Are we following? Yeah. Ephesians 1.18, and I'm going to end with this. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened so that you will know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Read it with me. It's up there on the screen. This is this. this is a prayer, right? Paul prayed. The eyes, he says, I pray that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The inheritance that God has placed on the inside of you is what you're going to offer back unto him. It's your life of surrendered sacrifice. It's your life of continual praise. It's your life of an ever, an unending, everlasting thank you back unto him. It is your life that you're giving back unto him. Let it be said of you that you are radical in him. Let it be said of you that you are one that will spill and spend your life for eternity because he's worth it all. Amen? Amen. Give God the praise.